0: I come before You, love to sing Your praise. I worship and adore You, as You fill me with Your grace. Lord, I come before You, surrounded by Your love. When it comes down to Your mercy, you know I just can't get enough my door more than once before i can finally hear you call my name send your mercy down let the trumpet sound now my heart has out to you in praise Lord, I come before you Love to sing your praise I worship and adore you As you fill me with your grace Lord, I come before you Surrounded by your love When it comes down to your mercy You know I just can't get enough Call my name Send your mercy down Let the trumpet sound Now my life will never be the same come before you i love to sing your praise i worship and adore radio. Right on radio.
1: Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the live. I hope that none of you are getting sick of that song. I have been playing this album for a long time now. Uh, the band you just heard is called Salvador, and I believe it's their self-titled album. Uh, the entire album is rich. And if you just listen to the words of that song... You know, um, I can hear you call my name, you know, knocked on the door more than once before, but I can finally feel you, you know, let your trumpet sound, send your mercy down. My life will never be the same. Well, you know, I actually slept in a little bit this morning and I didn't have as much time to prepare as I normally do, so... I frantically go into prayer, and I ask the Lord to guide me, and literally, he just gave me a red pill or a blue pill, <laughs> and I want to talk about that. It's going to bring up a whole bunch of other little subjects. I tend to do kind of the news of the week and some political stuff on this show, but I just, well... I, I just feel the Lord is leading it in a different way this morning. And you know, when I started this podcast uh, just about three years ago, I think three years ago, this month actually, I should find the actual anniversary. But for those of you, and I I didn't start video until about eight months in uh, to do in the podcast, I started off on a platform called Spreaker. And then I moved over to Podbean and also started doing video. But when I started doing video, I show a clip, and it's that famous clip uh, in one of my intros. It just says right on radio. And it's, uh, you know, from The Matrix where he shows the red pill and the blue pill, and he opens up his hands and presents them to the character in The Matrix. And I started using that because that was the, um, kind of a symbol of the great awakening. And, you know, I was probably the first person to have like Tom Althaus on. And if you are familiar with his story, he wrote the original script that became the matrix, which is really a a good, (laughs) well, not good, but it's a, it's a, it shows what is going on in the world in many ways. It's a, it's, ve- it's a good metaphor for the illusion that we live in right now. And of course, in the truther movement, you know, it's all, have you been red-pilled? And there's a lot of, you know, YouTube shows and uh, and podcasters that are red-pill nation or red-pill that or red-pill, you know, whatever and uh, your eyes will be opened up and you will see it's the great awakening well if you've been following my show for at least the last six months i have been showing you that the red pill and the great awakening are not from god God says there will be a great falling away. And there will be great deception in the end times. And I do believe we are in the end times. I never thought I'd be that guy. The end is nigh. I never thought I'd be that guy. And uh, you know what? As much as I I anxiously await the return of my Lord, uh, I've said this before, but I really don't want the world to end. Um, I know I'm going to go into eternity, and it's going to be eternal, and it's going to be fantastic, and I'm sure of where I'm going, as I hope you are. But most of my fleshly life, the majority of it, I did not serve God. And I want more time to serve God and hopefully earn his favor. (laughs) <laughs> as I go into eternity. I don't care what you say about me. I care what he says about me. And I really do yearn to do his will. So the red pill or the blue pill, which one are you on? A uh, sweet Southern girly. Thank you so much for sending that. By the way, the gifts, folks, That you know a couple dollars here, a couple dollars there. It's not really, it doesn't really support me because, you know, I I think I get about 16 to, you know, 15, $16 from these things at the end of the month. But if you get over $22 in a month, believe it or not, that's all it takes. You get boosted in the Podbean algorithm. Uh, You don't have to take my word for it. You can uh, go look at their, you know, just their fact sheets. Um so you know if you send in a dollar to uh during these lives it's only during lives that you can do it um that really boosts the algorithm if you care about getting this information out uh to people and if you're in the chat you know think about becoming a super fan you can do that you get highlighted you get special privileges in the chats and uh also you know if you can send a little gift uh, you know, two, it a dollar or two—it makes it does make a difference. So, thank you so much for that, sweet Southern girlie. Um, here's the thing about the Great Awakening: it, as I said, it does not come from God. Um, I've uncovered it comes from the Theosophy. Uh, if you wonder where Theosophy comes from, it comes from the Gnostic texts. If you're not familiar with what the Gnostic texts are, essentially, when the Bible writings were finished. It hadn't been canonized yet, but all of the, uh, the apostles and the writers of the Bible, you know, ending with John the Revelator, uh, had completed their writings. And as soon as that was done, the devil got busy because he cannot create. He is a counterfeit, and he started writing his alternative Bible, which is the Gnostic text, which has really been the hidden knowledge between in modern day Freemasonry, Kabbalah, you know, all the all of these different things and right into the NAR movement, folks. It's all the same playbook. Okay? And I'm gonna make a good case for you to understand. So to answer the question, if you took the red pill or the blue pill, what are you actually following? The fact is, the game is rigged. The red pill and the blue pill, metaphorically, the left and the right, are owned by the prince of this world. Either side leads to the same thing, dark to light. It does not matter, folks. There is only one way, and that is to follow the real Jesus Christ. And I have a scripture the Lord gave me just as I was coming on. And, you know, thankfully, it's it's like the perfect one to describe this. And I'll end with that. You'll definitely want to hear it. But, you know, last weekend, I... Uh, I got away for a couple days. I I booked it the last minute. That's why the Sunday show was pre-recorded for those of you who uh, catch it live on Sunday. There was no chat or anything because it was pre-recorded. Excuse me. But I decided to go on this last-minute camping trip and uh, my wife, it was inconvenient for her. It was last minute. I booked it without consulting her. She decided not to go. And I have some friends... uh, really good friends that live, you know, about a half an hour from where I was going to camp. And, and actually the, uh, well, it's a a a friend right from, you know, for decades. Uh, She very special in my life. And she actually, I led her to Christ right after I became uh, a born again Christian. We were baptized the same day. So we have a long history. Together, and uh, I really, really love her husband, a sweet man. And so they came and joined me. And, and two dogs. I had my dog, and I was dog-sitting my daughter's dog, so that was a bit chaotic. But I, I'm telling you this story for a purpose. You see, they, as a couple, have been sliding into the NAR stuff unknowingly. And they've been following and going to some conferences and things like that. And I am very passionate about this because I can see it. I can see it as clear as day, the deception that is in it. And most of you don't understand. And they brought up a really great point to me. And it's one I'm struggling with. I tell you the truth. I don't know the answer. But I'm going to t- share this with you because you are going to come across this if you're fighting against the deception as I am, with those you love. And I was telling them the dangers of the nar and the deception and stuff like that. And, and by the way, just a, the deception goes right back to Genesis 3, where Satan said, the serpent said to Adam and Eve, You shall be like gods, knowing both good and evil. Good and evil. Two trees. There's two trees and there's two seeds. And Satan is a counterfeit. You see, Satan has two trees too. God has the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And Satan, in his Kabbalah, has his own counterfeit tree of life. And he also has the tree of the knowledge and the dark magic. Uh, and it's as above, so below the Hegelian dialect. And that's it, it all roots into this. And what my friends said to me. They said, Jeff, but you know we are born again. You know that we chose Jesus who died on the cross. You know that I'm saved. Oh, God bless you, Mary. Oh, wow, thank you. God bless you. You know all these things, and, and I do know it. I I was there at her conversion. I wasn't there with his, but I trust you. His, I've known him for a good number of years now. And they li- really, really love God. But they're falling into this deception. They said, well, you know, I can still learn from it. And what she said there was true again. Because even in the deception, you cannot sell a lie without putting mostly truth into it. But here is the danger. Here is the danger with it all. You have to understand what Satan's playbook is. And you don't have to study him or his writings to know this. The only thing that Satan cares about is his passionate hate for humanity and for god all of humanity he hates but you have to understand there's two types of humans there's only two types you are either born again and covered by the blood of Jesus for the remission of your sins and you've been transferred out of this world and into his kingdom or you are not and you're going to hell. That's it. You're saved or not saved. There are the two categories of people. Now, no matter how good of a person you are in this world, you could be the most giving, most caring person in the world. You have sinned, and unless you have Jesus, you will go to hell. He is the only way. Track with me, people. I'm getting to a point here. So, if someone is not Saved, or born again in this world, Satan already has you. Can he give you all the riches and good things of this world? Yeah. Is it because he loves you? No! You know, Jesus said it's uh, about the rich man. You know, it's, it's almost impossible to for the rich man to go because he doesn't need God. So he will give people of the world all kinds of things and then you know other people who are not saved if they're just suffering because they're addicted or whatever things he has gluttony tv whatever things he can have you distracted from just anything of the world that will hold you down from being saved he's happy no matter where you are in life doesn't matter he only cares if you're saved or unsaved but the christian the one who has accepted jesus christ as the way the truth and the life that one is his arch nemesis Now, Satan cannot cancel your salvation. And I think there's a really strong argument to say that you can't cancel your salvation. But here is the question that I don't have an answer to, and it goes back to what my friend said, but I'm born again. Why not take some of these truths? Why not experience some of these things? When you start to go down this path and this deception of the Gnar, the latter rain, the prosperity gospel, whatever it is that these Christians are posing, or false Christians in my mind, Uh, knowingly or unknowingly. I don't know their hearts. I can't judge them. Some of them I can say they are knowingly because they wrote it in their books. But Satan is coming after them with this theosophy. Notice how I didn't say theology. So a born-again Christian Who falls into this doctrine, what can happen? Well, you see, the doctrine that they teach in the NAR circles, and if you interview them, they'll deny it and they'll say the correct biblical answer, but then they go back into their churches or congregation in front of their audiences and their gatherings. And they teach the opposite, so they know they know what they're doing. It's purposeful. And their teaching leads back to the lie in the garden You shall be of God as gods, having knowledge of good and evil. Well, how does that affect salvation? I don't know if it does. But here's the question to you. If all of a sudden you are the one responsible for your salvation, if it takes the onus off Jesus to lead you to salvation and you truly start to believe that you ascend from the inside, it goes up your chakras, you become a light worker, your vibration gets higher. We're going to ascend, man, the Christ consciousness. Well, if you believe that, then do you really believe that Jesus died on the cross for you? It can't go both ways. Now, could a person lose their salvation because they fell into the gnar? That's a question for God, and, and I don't have the answer. But it's our faith in Jesus that we're saved from, and if we put our faith in ourselves, did we have faith in Jesus in the first place? These are open-ended questions These are things that I'm struggling with. And and I don't think Jesus is ever going to give me the answer. And I don't know if he'll give it to you either. That's why we just simply do not dabble with these false teachings. This is why we stay on the narrow path, because wide is the gate to destruction. So should you be red-pilled? And by the way, Tom, who wrote the script, said, actually, you're not supposed to take the red pill, you're supposed to take the blue pill. (laughs) He said they reversed it. I'm telling you not to take either. Uh, thank you for putting that scripture up, sweet southern girlie. I'm going to read it. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. That's from Colossians 2, verse 8. Yeah, that's, there's so many. You know, what they're doing is divination. It's, it's all comes from the ancient texts. And by the way, before the Gnostic texts, this was the same knowledge that was given to the Egyptians and the pharaohs and that before Christ. Just Satan had to change his plan after the law was fulfilled. One of the things I'm going to be, speaking of the law, one of the things I'm going to be doing in a podcast in the near future, and I want to thank, uh, I've mentioned this person before, I just call this person Kays, but Kays has really been pushing me to study the Noahide Laws, and if you want to get a jump on it, you might want to start looking at that. Um... They're already on the books, folks. They're already on the books. Hey, so great to see you here, Carolina Cowgirl and Fearless uh, man. I, you know what? I've I've got so many good friends and brothers and sisters that have come in through here. Peter in Australia is here. Um, Kale Girl, Mary. So many, I cherish each and every one of you. You have no idea. And and lately, I've been feeling so blessed uh, by you. Uh, but And I didn't actually announce the results. I, I put out a show on Tuesday asking for uh, a camera so I can further do some work. And uh, the Lord really blessed me through you. Um, I exceeded the amount needed. I'll put some of the money to good use, and and uh, it went over by about a uh, hundred bucks, and then someone had sent in an additional seven hundred and fifty dollars. So I was already a hundred over my asking, and someone had sent in seven hundred and fifty dollars, and and this is how good the Lord is, because the person who sent in the seven hundred and fifty dollars actually asked for consulting because I look, I said, I'll sell myself. I want to earn this money. And, uh, and there's a few other people who gave big gifts and I'm going to be calling them as well. Uh, anyone over a hundred dollars, I, I pro- said on the broadcast, I'll contact, but, um, I actually had a consulting call and, and I can say, because this person who asked for the consulting was, uh, was blown away. And I was reminded how good I am at this stuff. I used to do business consulting, and uh, and uh, I charged a lot of money for it. Because I don't waste other people's time. I get right to the point. And there's a, a couple sentences I gave her that I probably could have charged over $1,000 for. Just the sentence. Uh, I think I probably saved her, all in all, about $40,000 in the first 15 minutes and set her on a great path. Um, So I was really inspired by that. And that was God's provision. And, you know, God reminded me of, you know, some of my former skills. So I'm just, I'm feeling blessed today. I really am. I have been all week. Uh, And thank you for what you do as well, Fearless. Uh, We're all in this together. You know, I I get the microphone, I suppose, but... Um, I pay attention to what you guys do, and you guys really, we lift each other up. Um, Let me read what the Lord gave me this morning before I close. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to read the entire chapter. Uh, It's not that long. It's only 19 verses, but I'll probably just read about half of it. So, just as I was struggling to come on, and and I was a minute late starting, if you noticed, it's because my computer had shut off, my battery had died, it wasn't plugged in, and uh, and then I had to do a hard reboot. So, while I'm rebooting, I'm like, Lord, give me something, please, you know, more than red pill, blue pill. And he gave me this. Um, It's Hosea... Four. Listen to the word of the Lord, you sons of Israel, because the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land. I just stop for a second. Um, this isn't geographical, folks. Um, you are the sons of Israel now. Listen to the word of the Lord, you sons of Israel, because the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land, for there is no faithfulness, nor loyalty, nor knowledge of God in the land. Listen to this, verse 2. Okay, listen closely. There is oath-taking, denial, murder, stealing, and adultery. They employ violence so that the bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore, the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes, along with the animals of the field and the birds of the sky and even the fish of the sea, disappear. Let me just stop there for a second. Is that happening in your land? And why does he say there is oath-taking? He's not just talking about occultists, folks. Jesus told us not to take any oath. And I'm certainly not coming against the good people who have served our country and took an oath to serve the country and to protect the Constitution or whatever country you're in. I'm not coming against those people. And I don't think it's a salvation issue. Um, We're just warned not to do it, because you're going to follow man and not follow God. Therefore the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes. Is your life getting better, or is it languishing? Along with the animals of the field, the birds of the sky, and the fish of the sea disappear. Yet let no one find fault, and let no one rebuke. For your people are like those who contend with a priest. So you will stumble by day, and the prophet also will stumble with you by night. And I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Since you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. The more they multiplied, the more they sinned against me, I will change their glory into shame. They feed on the sin of my people and long for their wrongdoing. And it will be like people, like priests. So I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat but not have enough. They will play the prostitute but not increase because they gave up devoting themselves to the Lord, infidelity wine and new wine, oh, that's a gnar saying, take away the understanding. My people consult their wooden idol and their diviner's wand informs them. For a spirit of infidelity has led them astray and they have been unfaithful departing From their God, they offer sacrifices on the tops of mountains and burn incense on the hills under oak, poplar, and terebinth because their shade is pleasant. Therefore, your daughters play prostitute and your brides commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they play the prostitute or your brides when they commit adultery because the men themselves slip away with prostitutes and offer sacrifices with temple prostitutes so the people without understanding are ruined. Yes, that was being written to Israel and it's God's problem with Israel. But as I always say on the Sunday show, this might be the word of the Lord given to Israel at the time, but it's the word of the Lord written for you at this time. Choose carefully who you serve and who you follow. I believe we are in the great falling away at this point in time that's my belief i look at all these so-called prophets and i've said this so many times i hope people start to catch on because if you listen to these youtube prophets especially in the patriot movement and everything else they're saying the exact same things as people who claim they are not of God, but channeling these Ascended Masters, who are the fallen angels. How do the prophets of the day, the so-called P-R-O-F-I-T-S of the day, and the channelers of the Ascended Masters saying the exact same thing? It's because they're getting their information from the same fallen angels! And it's in the church. It's actually dominating in the church. And although people in the way are the primary target of Satan because he has everyone else, he's working closely with the other religions of the world because he's bringing them all together. And that's what it's all about. It's all going to come together, make no mistake. There will be a new world order. No one's going to save you for that from that. Nobody. Not Trump. Nobody. There will be a new world order. God's word will be fulfilled. There there will be one world religion. And if you don't bow to the image of the beast, which, by the way, will be beautiful, it'll be alluring, you'll probably have the greatest bribe and temptation of your life, And people can't wait to bow to the image of the beast. It's going to be beautiful. He's going to claim to be Christ. Oh, see, man, they left all that stuff out of the Bible, the hidden books. Now we have the answers. Wow. God was in me the whole time. I can ascend. (laughs) Stay on the narrow path, folks. For wide is the gate to destruction. Thank you for being here. Uh, Remember, we have our prayer meeting Saturday night um, at 8 p.m. Eastern on Telegram with the Narrow Path Prayer Ministry Group, which is just, you want to you see evidence of what God is doing today? Be there. We're getting testimonies every week. We are seeing miracles. God is answering our prayers. It has nothing to do with us, folks. We just pray but we invite the Holy Spirit into our prayer meeting and he shows up every time. The Holy Spirit guides our prayers and God answers our prayers. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Revelation 1, verse 3. Thank you, Peter, for posting that. I'm going to end on the show, on that. That's perfect. Thank you. God bless everyone. Thanks for being here. Sunday morning, I will be live, uh, 10 a.m. Please join me, uh, continuing in our study of uh, Timothy. And, and by the way, Timothy, reading this book has been really great for me uh, personally and I, I think what's coming out of it is a real grace towards people with other beliefs and some of these new agers and God has really convicted me not to judge the person's heart because I can't only God can judge the heart we can just judge what they say their doctrines And we don't know God might have let a lot of these people go into deception for his purposes so they can come out and preach against it or whatever God has planned. So let's be careful not to judge those who do not agree with everything we say because God has their timing and we need to extend grace to them and to love them. For it is written please don't think this is blasphemy, but the four commandments of Right On Radio. (laughs) Love your God above all other things. Love your family because you're knitted together with them. Love your neighbor as yourself, as the Lord commands. And just like the Great Commission, Go out and make a difference in your community. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio.
0: Right on radio.